me? Sorry. Um, do you speak English? No, I don't. Sorry. Energy. Hi. Hello. How are you? We sound like we're children's presenters. Hi. Do you like triangles? <laughs> I love triangles. <laughs> no, that's Do you know how many corners they have? Two. Ah, you're stupid. They have three. That's like morning show <laughs> radio hosts from morning shows. Oh, yeah. Good morning in the morning. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you now? Are you in the car on the way to work? Yeah. Good morning, you log jammers on the M25. Yeah. <laughs> God, M25. The horror of my dad. Today is a great sunny day, and if you're stuck in a traffic jam, this one's for you. It's stuck in the middle with you. Shabba. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving this radio voice from last the last episode we did over enunciating voice that's probably because it's not my native language but i can do a better radio host voice in german how do they how do they do it on german radio should i do it now in german yeah hello no wait i have to do it <laughs> hello guten morgen no oh, i have to go higher wait wait not higher but like more weird Hallo, liebe Leute, und guten morgen ist das nicht ein schöner tag die sonne scheint but like Always a bit like, ah. Yeah, it sounds like the, the microwave is on. Die Sonne scheint, der Himmel ist blau. Wo geht's denn heute hin für euch, huh? Like, Ey, like this. I don't like that. It keeps me out. Hi. Sounds like you're holding in a big poo. Hello. <laughs> 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 okay. okay, what the hell? Let's start with our topic of the week. Topic of the week. We made an episode about about self-value and self-worth kind of coated under the guise of rate yourself out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> but I like it. I enjoyed making this one. Maybe it, it was bad doing it rate yourself out of, out of 10 because it kind of then looks a bit more like you're going for physical yeah. vibes. But the, the real intention of the video was get a taste of how Brits kind of consider themselves. If they really had to value themselves, how would they even do it? Like even out of a number value. Yeah, what does it even mean to value yourself? Is it what you think of yourself or what you think other people think of you? What people told you? <laughs> And what is it? Characteristics? Is it how good are you at your job? <laughs> it could hmm. be so many things. Well, nicely, most Brits considered it to be a personality kind of yeah, scale or they, Which they is, that's what it should be really don't you figure it out all your life really probably but i definitely in the last three four years and that's fair for me because i think when i was around 30 that's when i started to think, think like like okay get rid of the skinny jeans and yeah comfort definitely is sort of starting to catch up to be the more important thing over looks now. <laughs> That was you figuring yourself out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Nola is also not amused. She's not comfortable. So finding yourself was 
switching jeans. Yeah, I'm only a few years away from a flat cap and slippers. And how about you? Definitely 30 after 30 or around 30. Yeah. I think a lot of people think that in their 20s or beginning of the 20s, they have it all figured out. And maybe, maybe some people do. But now, if I now think back to it, nah. I think it's a lifelong process, isn't it? You always figure yourself out more or anyway, life is about like process and change and changing the direction and adapting and oh god <laughs> where are we going from here <laughs> but yeah you always figure yourself out more and I think I think it's that's a good thing about life isn't it you well at least now I think we both really know who we are what we want that's the most important I think how we like to live our everyday life yeah that's the most important for happiness I think and that's yeah that I definitely figured out and also what is important for my life, for your life, for our life. And I think that then in turn influences your look and how you feel about how you look. Do you think? Yeah, I was quite influenceable with like how I felt I should look based on mainly around bands that I liked. And then, I mean, a big factor is school. School is, looking back, is the most horrific war zone of self Looks. yeah but of criticism and yeah. negative vibes oh my god absolutely if adults behave, behave like children do at school then everyone be in prison for like abu- like mental abuse and torture <laughs> so no wonder it takes 30 years for you to finally feel comfortable who you are yeah so rating yourself is obviously a very difficult thing i would never want to do it don't ask me i would do it but i would out of british necessity apply um one yeah, yeah, out of like self-deprecation, I'd probably give myself one less than I actually thought, which is what most people did, I think. It's just a fun entertainment episode, isn't it? I was kind of hoping, though, that it would be like, I'd ask them what, they, what they'd rate themselves and then ask them their qualities. And then after the talk, would hopefully, be able to, if they were to ask themselves again, would be able to say, oh, actually, I would actually say that I'm really an eight, if I was to really think about it. But I never really got that answer. But I imagine if you were to keep on asking yourself, what would you rate yourself? And then ask yourself, why am I rating myself a six or five? Mm. Some people said five. And five, you know, if you do a scale of one to ten, five is okay. And you should, maybe you should... average, isn't it? Yeah. You but should, you yeah, you, think, you would hope you are a nice average person. So you, you hope you are a six, seven, or maybe eight, I guess. One guy said nine, and he was American. And I think that's a big difference between Brits and Americans, is that um, Americans is kind of culturally seems culturally okay to be like your your biggest promoter of yourself yeah i think it's it's a like a success thing maybe like you have to be convinced of your own nature to sell it to other people maybe i like it it, is it in the job world a thing maybe i don't know i just feel like lots of american musicians and people they're very quick to like give them give props to themselves but in england you're not really allowed to do that you know what? Modesty is like one of the most important characteristics that I like in humans. So I don't know. People that talk about themselves being so great, not my cup of tea. I would say if I had to give myself a number, I'd say I'm anchored at seven. I always feel pretty good, but <laughs> depending on the day, <laughs> could be an eight, could be a seven. Does that mean you feel pretty good like in yourself? As in... 
with your breakfast? I don't think I would ever put myself below a seven unless I like did something really bad. <laughs> yeah, unless I like accidentally like I don't know backhanded a kid by accident. Oh, why would you do that? Yeah, if I turn too quickly and then oh, I've hit your child. Yeah, but oh god, oh god. But then you did it. You that was an accident then. Yeah, I'd still feel like a. Six. Anyway, you actually are ten, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's cheesy as now, but you are probably the only person that I know that no. is so good with no. everything, with no. everyone. You are just genuinely kind, modest, caring. Ah, oh. I'm lazy. It, that doesn't have to do anything with a good character. I, I, yeah, but I. Yeah, but I, I'm and by the way, you're not lazy. You're working super hard. No, but sometimes I lack motivation. I'm not a good self motivator. No, you are. Okay, okay let's, let's stop move this. on from this. <laughs> Blowing smoke up my bum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh. a seven, and I'm happy for that. Okay. I'm a happy seven. I will, Point not, two. I will not rate myself. I might say one. <laughs> Don't say one. That's oh, insane. That's bullshit. We, can we just both be happy servants? We are 14 together. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. Yeah. Next topic is or are easy English updates. Easy English updates. Easy English made 100 street interviews last week. Yeah, that's amazing, isn't it? It's great. Number. And I was super happy about it. They've made 100 episodes. And then by chance, we listened to a Mr. Beast podcast. And he was talking about um, how to get, you know, get successful on YouTube. And he said, if, you, if, if, you've, only, if you've not made 100 episodes, don't even speak to me yeah, yet. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we were like, okay, then now we can talk about it. Yeah, I thought we were like not beginners anymore, somewhere in like the intermediate... The intermediate level of YouTubers, but apparently we're still beginners, yeah. which is quite nice because it means there's low expectations still for most people. <laughs> we're still here to learn. Yeah, it's amazing for sure. And our second update is, I think we have mentioned it before, but we will go on a tiny little England tour. So we will actually visit three or four places and we will like do a lot of videos on the way we will do travel vlogs we will produce episodes from the places where we go like we will not tell you everything that we do but uh, that's a surprise but we will definitely we can maybe name some cities where we go we'll definitely go to london absolutely big surprise we'll definitely go to manchester definitely and probably to sheffield and somewhere in the north in some national park which will probably be the yorkshire dales um so it will be a mix of big cities big city life and beautiful scenery we would like to ask you are you anywhere in those cities or on the way and maybe say oh my god i want to show you something really special maybe your village your place your district your region or uh the perfect pub or the perfect regional food or the perfect regional brew beer 
maybe you have a brewery somewhere that you said that you need to visit. So please write to us if you are somewhere there. So we are really excited to do this. Uh, we'll go to other places as well, but this will be our end of March, beginning of April tour. And can't wait. Up north. Up north and back. Yeah, it will be really nice. There are definitely some little places that I want to visit that are on my list for a long time. Mm. I would like to go to Robin Hood's Bay. You always go to Robin Hood's Bay. <laughs> I think it's a touristy place, isn't it? Probably. Mm. It's do, cute. Do you know Robin Hood? Yeah. Which Robin Hood do you know? Disney Disney Robin Hood or Kevin Cosner Robin Hood? Or you Ruff- mean from the films? Or yeah, Russell Crowe Robin Hood. Disney. Oh, the Fox. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a trick question. I know, I know the story. I don't know which film. Have you not seen the Robin, uh, the Kevin Costner one? No. You actually quite like it. Yeah. Well, it's quite funny though because he was hired to be Robin Hood, who's from like the Midlands, right? And he just flat out refused to do an accent. So it's completely bonkers that <laughs> everyone else in this whole film is like, all right, there, Robin Hood, how's it going? And then he's like, yeah, not bad, thanks. Just this <laughs> rogue American in a sea of like Midland accents. Why did they take it British? I th- well, I think they wanted to, but then Kevin Costner went, I'm not doing it and don't film my receding hairline. They wanted to, but Kevin Costner... I think they probably said to Kevin Costner, could you please try to do something close to an English accent? And he went, get f- <laughs> but Robin Hood's um, Prince of Thieves is a great recommendation to watch for some British accents but whatever you do do not listen to Kevin Costner because he is not speaking British English he's not even trying um, anyway what okay. the hell These are we talking about but please 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 if you um, if you are on the way if you have a super duper recommendation or any ideas or you're like, you have to do this, then please write an email to podcast at easyenglish.video. And now on to the next topic. Your questions. Yeah, speaking of people who have got in contact with us, we have a message. We actually have, we're going to play one voice message, but I don't want to leave this other person out who also left us a voice message, which is uh, Marianne, who actually left us a voice message uh, almost two weeks ago because we recommended uh, to people to watch The Traitors in a previous episode. And uh, Marianne uh, very wisely wrote, uh, left us a message saying that it's on BBC and um, BBC is public television and you must pay a license to watch Yeah, BBC. you need a TV license in in the UK, yeah. which we didn't think of. So sorry. So it's not that easy just VPN and watch it. But yeah, hopefully it will come to Netflix at a point. And actually it will probably because on Netflix UK, nearly all great TV sh- or good BBC running shows, yeah. TV shows, BBC shows are Netflix UK. And then you, if you have Netflix, then you can actually use the VPN and, and watch it on Netflix UK. But check it before. It's, I think it's not yet there. But hopefully it will be. And there are also the traitor shows in other countries. So maybe you can watch it. Yeah. Where there's an American version. That's just come up, but I think it was invented. There's a series invented in Belgium, and they've had three series already. Okay. It's been syndicated. So like, hopefully, Ma- Mar- Marianne or Marianne probably. Marianne. I think it's Marianne. Oops. 
Mariana, hopefully you can watch another version of it. If it's good, let us know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also want to watch it then. It will for sure be on Netflix one day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, anyway, the actual message we're going to play came from um, a dear member called yeah. Marquetta. And yeah, this is her message. Hello, Izzy and Mitch. Here is Marquetta. I had my uh, Erasmus internship in Ireland a few years ago. One of the things which surprised me was uh, that the gates uh, uh, to the gardens or uh, even houses' doors were unlocked. Uh, my questions are, how is it in uh, Great Britain about this matter? Uh, do they people lock the door or not? And how is your personal feeling about this matter? Bye. Thank you for answer in advance. Oh, hello, Maketa. That's hello. so nice. Wow, we is that we know Maketa, obviously. Um, she's a dear member. So not locking doors. That's actually, that is a thing here too. No. Yeah, um, I think I've had the same observation at one point. Where was that? That you have a a door handle. On the outside door of the house, that you can actually just go in. Oh, Where yeah. was that that we saw that? Oh, actually, here, yeah, our neighbor. Oh, yeah, our neighbor has it, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just pointing on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's wide open. Come on in. There you can actually, yeah. So some doors do here have like door handles that you can actually just, if it's not locked, just enter the house. Well, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> our our neighbors um had burglars two three months ago in their home so yeah no i'm i'm more i'm i'm german i'm up for security <laughs> are there no door handles outside door handles in germany no mm. i don't know a door that is like that no in a lot of homes you open the front door and you're instantly in someone's living room <laughs> and this is probably someone just sat there on their sofa. And you can just walk in if it's not locked. I mean, typically you don't lock it when you come in if you're in the house, right? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't do that either. But we, like in Germany, there are doors that you cannot open from the outside. So obviously you don't lock. You lock overnight then. But you don't lock because you close the door and it's not possible to open it from outside. Yeah, right. But if it's possible... I think I will lock. Just imagine you're in the back garden or whatever house you have, or you're upstairs, and somebody's just walking in. I always think that if you live in this like one of these like houses where you have the front door is in, opens up into the living room, I'd always be a bit like apprehensive <laughs> about sitting in my pants playing video games because at least if a burglar wants to come into our house, there's a hallway and you have like a good five seconds to be like. All oh, right, now it's time to get my fighting gear ready. Oh, God. But if you're in the front room and your head someone comes in, you're like, oh, God, <laughs> I've been caught red-handed. Hello, got a package for you. <laughs> Although, do you know what? Here's a weird story. Before, when I first moved to Brighton, I was looking for, I went to look for a job. Um, on the first day I went out and I was handing out CVs, curriculum vitaes. In the first hour... Someone came up to me and said, excuse me, are you looking for a job? In the, my first day in Brighton, I was like, oh, I actually am. Great, follow me. We can set you up with a job right now. Mm. I ended up being trained for an hour that day and I went out to work that same day. And uh, my job was a door-to-door -door front door salesman. I had the great irony of having to go door-to-door, -door, 
knocking on people's front doors. And then when they answer, I say, hello, I'm selling front doors. Would you like one? And then they'd always look at their front door, which was perfectly functioning, and be like, no. However, I went to one place, and as soon as I got there, I noticed one person did not have a front door. There was just no front door there, and instead they had um, dried... <laughs> dry, yeah, but made of dried pasta on, str- like, strings and dried pasta on strings. What? And you had to sort of, like, swim... The curtain? Yeah, but made, made of pasta. And behind there was a door? Rigatoni. To, no, not rigatoni. Which is the long tubes? How, how long? Four or five centimetres long? Yeah, rigatoni. Or... If not, so it wasn't pen, penna. Pen, not penna. It wasn't penna. Rigatoni, probably. Yeah. Rigatoni door curtain. <laughs> and they ended up being the hardest person to try and sell. But wait, how do you knock there? You don't. You just have to sort of Tulu. <laughs> You just shake the pasta <laughs> curtain. I was like, excuse me, I'm actually a door... Uh, I'm but actually- wait, wait. How is the heating working if it's always open? What was that? Was that a house or a cave? Well, it's actually that was their doorway into the porch where you take your shoes off. And then there'd be a door to actually get into the Ah, family. okay. Yeah. But it was made out of pasta and I thought, here's my chance. <laughs> <laughs> and they were the, they yeah, they didn't want it. They had this it was a bit of like a hippie thing to say, but they were like, um, having having a front door, people think it locks out locks out people, but it actually locks you in. Do you know what I mean? Their, their thing was it disconnects you from the outdoors. So they, that's why they decided to go down the Asda yeah, and buy yeah. a 10-pack of rigatoni. Yeah, get the airflow in. <laughs> energies. What if it rained? Let then the energies flow. It, the pasta would soak up all the yeah, rainwater but... and create a pasta wall. And dinner is ready. And dinner's <laughs> Kids, <laughs> suck the door. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a good story. Yeah, my kid. Uh, <laughs> I hope we helped you with this answer. Um, definitely lock the door. My opinion. I'm in favour of locking the door when I'm unconscious. Conscious door <laughs> unlocks. Unconscious door locked. And what if you are dizzy and get unconscious and you cannot lock the door? That's a very spe- specific occasion. Can happen. Okay. Um, yeah, that was it for today. Yeah, thank you, Marketa, for that thank message. You. And we'll see you at the Easy English Pub Quiz in yes. February. Okay. Okay, time to go. Night, night. Night, night. Bye-bye. Bye.